We're in conversation this morning with Wayne Kutzer. Wayne has a long history in the hospitality industry, and he is known for good quality and exceptional service levels. Having come from the Oyster Box Hotel in KZN, he then migrated to the Western Cape. And how thankful are we that he is here because he's made some magical things happen at Fakhalechem, which is one of South Africa's best known wine states. So very steeped in history and offerings amazing examples of architecture, award-winning actually, and a little bit more about that later on. Horticulture, wine, cuisine, and biodiversity in one easy to reach destination, not too far off, Something like a 30-minute drive from Cape Town in the beautiful Somerset West area. The farm has quite a history as it stretches back to 1700 and is a declared heritage site, which is exciting but also comes with its own challenges because there are standards which needs to be maintained, etc. But Wayne manages all of that in his stride with his very competent team. He's joining us today to talk about the Nguni Cafe, which is quite a concept on its head kind of experience. And uh, we're looking forward to chatting to Wayne to hear more about Nguni Cafe. Wayne, welcome. It's so great to chat to you again. Thank you, Janet. And it's lovely to be on your show again. So Wayne, I know that you've just come out of very heavy rains and I know that your team is busy with mop-up operations. So it's a good time for us to be chatting. How are things there on the ground with you and your team? No, look, we had, as you know, we had huge rains and, and it was persistent for a good 10 days, actually. And, um, you know, the ground got so sodden, the river was very high and with that, it washed away a lot of infrastructure and roads and networks really on the farm. Luckily, from a building point yes. of view, there wasn't, many damage. there wasn't any damage to heritage buildings as such, but it was all the infrastructure that's it's a problem. And so we're busy fixing up, mopping up. We lost a lot of trees and we're just cleaning up at the moment. Well, good luck with that, Wayne. We're all rooting you. for you. We saw the devastation. And uh, if there's anything that we can do, put out a call via the station. We'll be very happy to do that. And Thank I'm sure anybody will be would be willing to come and help in those beautiful surrounds. Uh, that's very kind of you. Thank you very much. So we're chatting this morning about Nguni Cafe. I love the name Nguni Cafe. Nguni is kind of cow, right? It's a it's a variety of cattle. Hundred percent. So it's tell us African the story breed. about that. Well, it's an African breed, and I mean, when I first got to Fairfield, I was quite surprised to see them here because they really are cattle that like a bit of a hotter temperature and a hotter, drier climate. So, you know, KZN and up north in KZN, they sort of occur more there and farm very successfully there. So in the Cape, they don't particularly like the cold. So in the Cape, it was a bit unusual to see them, but they've done extremely well. And um, we have a herd of 450 in Guni. And the reason we actually have the herd is besides the fact that they are so beautiful on the eye. I mean, it's, cow candy, if you like, in the fields. The main reason is that it was thought Wait, that... say that yes. again. I didn't I didn't get that, Wayne. Did you say cow candy? Cow candy, yeah. Absolutely, on the eyes. I <laughs> love it. I love it. And I love that the Nguni have migrated and are doing well in the Western Cape because I, too, associate Nguni with KZN, being a yes. KZN girl myself. And the drier northern regions... 
So it must be quite uh, a beautiful sight to behold, all these 450 cattle, you know, grazing peacefully. No, it's amazing. And, um, you know, the, the reason we've got the cattle is they, it was believed that Eland used to pass through, well, they did, they passed through these um, areas and their hooves distributed the Feinbos seeds and therefore spread Feinbos. So, of course, we don't have Eland passing through anymore. So, Anguni mm. free in those areas doing that very job. And how did they come to be there? Were they migrated there? Was there a specific reason why they were now in the Western Cape? No. So, these were, this was a herd that it was a decision made by the previous management to actually run a herd of Anguni here. So, they were brought in from breeders and they chose the very best. And um, I think they started with 100 and now we're sitting at 450. And I, and I think the main reason for the Nguni Cafe is a lot of people don't get to experience big herds of cattle, and especially an African breed. And I really believe that uh, we need to showcase more of what's fantastic in South Africa. I mean, we could very easily have Friesland or Jerseys, but Nguni are truly African and fit in here, and internationals love it, and locals also love them and haven't haven't had the chance to see Nguni. So that's why this pop-up was built. It's really a celebration of the herd and for locals as well as internationals just to appreciate how beautiful these animals are. And you've created a cafe around that. Would you like to share the concept with us? So it's a huge field. It's 500 acres. It stretches and, and, and actually can be bigger. But the cafe is a glass marquee that's been built in the middle of the field where these cattle um, graze every day. Of course, they move around, but during the course of the day, they're in the field right around the marquee. And it's a glass marquee, and um, you can sit and have a milkshake, or you can sit and have a wonderful burger. We've done these incredible burgers. Of course, it's not in Goonie meat. These cattle have the best lives of all the cattle in the country because they simply mm. roam free, they're not injected with anything. They take worm medicine and that's it. They eat a natural diet of wonderful grasses and they live a very free life. So the burgers are, we, we buy in the meat and we make a wonderful burger and there's a vegetarian one as well and a chicken one for those who don't particularly like meat. And we've got a range of Nguni beers, which were also come from KZN. There's a distributor in KZN. And they've got an Nguni label. And we've done a little range of two wines, a red and a white with an Nguni label. So really the whole shop and restaurant, if you want to call it that pop-up, is just a celebration of this incredible herd. What a beautiful love letter to the Nguni cattle. Because you've created a whole product line and an experience. And I'm trying to imagine what it's going to be like sitting in that glass marquee because you have unhinged views and all yeah. of this cattle grazing peacefully. And right now, where we're at as a country, I think that people just need to do nothing. Yeah. You know, it's something I struggle with doing nothing. But I just had a sister of mine relocate to the Western Cape, and she literally is the maestro of doing nothing, sipping on wine, relaxing, talking absolute <laughs> nonsense. And it sounds like she... She would do very well in the glass marquee. You know, it's it's the perfect Instagrammable restaurant because once you sit on that veranda, you look straight onto the Hottentot Hollands. And on a day like today, which is just blue with this incredible mountain range rising up 
in front of you, and then you've got 400 Nguni cattle in front of you, it's hard to believe you would want to live anywhere else in the world. So on the menu, we've got milkshakes, we've got Nguni beer, a special label that's been created of Nguni red and white, and uh, beautiful beef, chicken, and vegetarian burgers, and unhinged views. What more can one ask for? Absolutely. And there's a lovely vibe in there. The staff have all embraced it. And one of the reasons we did it as well, we run a very successful picnic season here. But after picnics, mm -hmm. um, when the winter hits and it's pretty wet and damp and cold, those staff normally go home and then have to come back for picnics season. And they have nothing to do. So another thing was creating oh. a job for them over this terrible weather period. And I think in South Africa at the moment, whatever we can do to create work for people, we all have to think and come up with innovative ideas to create jobs. How phenomenal. And how... How big is this team that you're now able to employ? There's eight staff, you know, either in the kitchen or in the restaurant as such. And everyone has been trained up from scratch. Even the staff in the, in the kitchen are, are not qualified chefs as such. They've spent time with our chefs, with Michelle Barry, um, who runs our other restaurants. And they've spent Oh, time... the inimitable Michelle Barry. Exactly. Michelle is an artist. She is amazing, and she's classically trained, and she doesn't take any shortcuts. So everything she does is yes. delicious, and no foams and froths and dots and dashes. It's just delicious food. So all these staff are under her wing, and they've just loved it. So there's been some staff development. There's yep. been job retention. They Absolutely. are no longer seasonal workers. And yep. this delicious hamburger and range ah. of, of drinks that you can enjoy, whether you're a wine or beer drinker, or just a, a sloppy old milkshake fan. And, you know, once you've had your, your lunch and you walk, can walk around the fields, you can then go to the gardens and walk around. There's so much to see and do, and it's, it's a lovely time of the year. It's, um, you know, on a good day, it's, it's really spectacular. And on a bad day, pop on your Wellingtons, put on a raincoat, and it's also fun. I think we're also tired of being indoors, Wade. That's exactly. a fantastic suggestion, that... We just go out no matter what and have a great time and embrace the season, whatever it is. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. My wife's English. And I used to I say to her often, I said, but growing up in England, wasn't it miserable with the weather? And she said, they didn't actually notice as kids. They just, if it was raining, you put on a raincoat and you went and rode your bike. If it was a great day, it was a good day. You just accepted the weather and worked around it. It didn't mean that you had to be stuck indoors. And I think we make a big mistake of sort of being stuck indoors too long in the Cape. Get out there. The sea Absolutely. looks fantastic on a rainy day. And so does this farm. And, you know, the light, the light changes. We yes. spent the weekend in the Karoo and we did a five-hour game drive. Of course, in the last hour, it was raining. Yeah. We were covered in, in these raincoats, which they call raincoats, but I'm convinced they're just massive tarps. Yeah. Because we we were completely protected. Yes, my face got all this beautiful Karoo rain, but I didn't Lovely. mind it. It was such an amazing experience. And I thought about it then. I said, you know, coming from KZN, we're exposed to the sun all the time. It's mm. phenomenal. It's always warm. Then yes. the migration to the Western Cape, you have good days and bad days. And God knows the moment we see one drop of rain, we pull out the soup pot and pull out all the warm clothes we have because <laughs> then we bunker down. That's but I so think true. that the times that we find ourselves in, it's a time for socializing really, Wayne, because people are very cut off from each other. 
Yeah. I think lockdowns did that and we've become insular. Uh, those who had the pension for becoming hermits just, you know, bunkered down further. So this yeah. is a great way to come out, to commune with nature, to commune with the Nguni. I think there must be a language exchange that's happening because there's a sense of peace when Absolutely. you're surrounded by cattle. And, you know, 100%. I live briefly in the Eastern Cape. I yes. did this coastal migration, KZN, Eastern Cape, Western Cape. Yeah. And I lived very close to the agricultural research farm. And there'd be mornings when I'd wake up and open my window and there'd be a cow right there to greet me. It was the most amazing feeling because you mm -hmm. feel like you're communing with, with a force that is very powerful, but yes. also the sense of peace because animals are very much at peace. Absolutely. And they bring a certain quality, a certain sense of country life. You know, there's things bigger than us that are happening, yes. But we must just be and continue. And then I think that's a strong message for all of us. The times that we find ourselves in are pretty challenging. And, you know, let's go out and commune with the Nguni, have a burger, dress up, embrace the rain if it's happening, and just have fun. 100%. And, you know, it's for all ages. And it's not, it's priced so that people can enjoy it. So you know, often going out with a family of five or six is going to cost you a fortune. Well, this is not. Um, and it's still fantastic quality. It doesn't deviate from the principles of and in any way. It, in fact, enhances it and gets people to come and enjoy this wonderful estate. Bring granny, bring the grandchildren, whatever. Phenomenal. It's, everyone enjoys it. So tell me, yeah. Wayne, it is well-priced and it's fully operational right now as we speak? Absolutely. That is a Sunday thing to do. Wonderful. And thank you for all these great innovations at Fafali. Mm -hmm. We, love, we love the sunflower fields. It was thank amazing. It's I'm great fun for us as a family to come and play in the garden. I was there for my birthday. I had my entire family there. And we booked with Michelle. So it's okay. obviously very important to us, Palais, to be at Fafali. Well, thank and, you very, very uh, much. You're welcome. And I and I had a, a milestone birthday there also amongst the camphor trees. And, Fantastic. you know, I felt like a little child again. It was so amazing. So I'm we're looking life. forward to coming and enjoying some burgers and shakes and just Thanks. being at one with nature. Great concept. I'm sure our listeners are going to look forward to it. And uh, thank you for sharing this this wonderful innovation. And well done on keeping people in jobs during very challenging times. Thank you, Janet, and thanks for your very happy show. Thank you.